Tomorrow all the things were gone I've worked for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away All right, welcome to this week's edition of the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan Show on News Radio 1040 WHO. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. What a beautiful day all across the Midwest here on News Radio 1040 WHO. You know, Sean, I don't know what that is, but something's peaking big time. I'll have to, we'll have to check that out during the break. Hey, I want to thank everybody uh, that came out last weekend for the uh, Day for Vets. That was just uh, an incredible uh, morning, and it was an honor to be part of it. And I want to thank uh, all the folks that uh, came out to help with the, the veterans. And uh, Ed Voss was kind enough to come down all the way from uh, the, the Great Lakes of Iowa to spend some time with us. And he brought a lot of friends with him from the VA and uh, VA Benefit Service related and had a whole bunch of wonderful employers there. And uh, Justin and uh, Adrian came out and did the show after we did. And uh, we always appreciate the, the follow-up with that as well. And I'm telling you what, folks. Uh, you know, we I want to say we had between 450, 500 people total. I mean, it was it was cooking there for the morning, and then it kind of petered out in the afternoon. But the most important thing is we uh, actually saved uh, we saved one family from losing their home. Uh, they found out that they had medical issues that were actually service related, and then we had some other folks that we got signed up for benefits they didn't know they had. And when that was the main mission or the main focus for the event we wanted to make sure that our vets were taken care of and then we actually had some people that got some jobs and uh i you know overall i i think it was a major success and uh it was neat to see people like that getting blessings and uh it just uh, was a wonderful day and if you came out and said hi and we had several of our listeners do that as well we appreciate you and i want to thank barb and uh, the staff at the airport holiday Inn and conference center uh for really doing a wonderful job setting up the facility in the hallway for Opportunity Alley and John and uh, uh, all the other gang there that helped with the drapings and everything. They just did a magnificent job. And for, hey, if I got any uh, outdoor committee people uh, that are listening today, whether you're with a DU or Pheasants Forever or National Wild Turkey Federation, whatever, um, they they have wonderful banquet facilities there. Their, their conference center, they got 30,000 available square feet and just amazing out there so if you're looking for a place to have an event that would be the place i would recommend you go i don't get a dime to tell you that i'm just telling you it's it's immaculate and they're beautiful and uh everybody was really impressed that came out so get a hold of barb there in the marketing office and uh they will take great care of you i promise 706 and some change here on news radio 1040 who it's good to be back in the studio sponsor of the week today is america's toppers and accessories over there off of university and 
thanks to Lance and all the gang over there. And that's where I got my uh, my uh, truck cover, my tonneau cover, and my line X done. And uh, if you got a truck or you need some side steps or something for your outdoor vehicle, they'll take good care of you over there. Sean, how you been? You haven't seen you in a week. You doing I know. Okay? Doing okay? Yeah, we're doing good. Got the engagement photos done uh, Tuesday. So. Well, congrats. Thank you. You're welcome. That's exciting. So, all right, I got a pet peeve, and I, I want to get this out of the way. I, uh, I w- I've got a lot of my friends on Facebook that are police officers. And I saw, I had somebody send me a video, and it wasn't a police officer to send it, send it to me. It was, it was just a regular old yokel like me. And he goes, can you believe this? And, this? and I saw this. This was a lady up in Iowa City. I've never seen a more rude, uh, vulgar, insensitive, intolerant, individual in my life and uh and i'm i'm trying to be nice when i describe this person because i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to i don't i don't know what else to say i i don't want to i'm just not real happy with this individual and i had nothing to do with it but i'm going to tell you something this is just my humble opinion okay I, 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 the folks that I have encountered over my 20 years of broadcasting that are in law enforcement have been nothing but polite, uh, honest, uh, hardworking, dedicated, concerned, loving, uh, you know, you know, I, I've gotten pulled over. Now, I, I mean, think about it, Sean, you've gotten pulled over in your life, haven't you? Yes, I have. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people, a majority of people at one time or another have gotten pulled over. When I've gotten pulled over, it was my fault. I was the one that was kind of exceeding my speed limit, or you know, if I uh, if I was uh, doing, you know, I, it's it was my fault. And I, whenever I get pulled over, I am always I, I'm always very polite. And uh, hi, how you doing? Uh, what did I? Can I ask what I did? Or if I know what I did, I say, you know, I, I'm sorry, and here's my license and registration. And please forgive me and. And, uh, you know, I, and I'll, uh, nine times out of 10, I don't get a ticket. And if I do get a ticket, it's my own fault. Exactly. You know, yeah. if I was speeding, but I, I am so tired and sick of people. This, this lady was standing in front of a female police officer and calling her things. I wouldn't call some, I wouldn't call somebody that I was really mad at. And this lady was just, this officer just had a, uh, a black band over her badge for an officer that was uh, ta- that lost uh, their life in the line of duty, so she had, she she got upset about that. She took umbrage with that. I think that's the right word I'm using for, and just called her everything in the world and put it on put it on live video. And I got to tell you, if you I I know we have a lot of folks in the law enforcement community listen to the show, and if you're listening to the show, I just I put this on Facebook last night. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it today on the air. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for having to put up with folks that are using vulgar and inflammatory uh, rhetoric at you. Thank you for doing your job every day and not getting discouraged and, and keeping our neighborhood safer. Uh, thank you for you know having to endure people that are trying to inflict harm on you and not quitting. Thank you. And I mean that with all my heart. And I, I want to thank everyone that... Uh, that goes to work and uh, and just keeps us safe in our law enforcement community. And listen, you can sit there and say, well, what about this? There, I don't care what line of jobs you have. When it comes to people, sometimes you're going to have people that just don't do the right thing. 
And when that happens, you discipline those people. You take care of them. But you can't sit there and generalize that all police officers are bad folks because uh, some individual does something wrong. You're going to apply that. Are you going to apply that to doctors, lawyers, to uh, firefighters, paramedics, to uh, I, I mean, in all vocations, hunters. There's hunters that do the wrong thing, and I don't. I don't call those people hunters. I call them something else. You can't. You can't generalize a whole profession because of something. Some someone does something wrong. You take. You discipline those people, and I, I just. I, I got to tell you that really upset me when I saw that video last night, and. I just uh, I I don't think our folks in blue get enough credit, and uh, as far as my I'm concerned, my family, God bless you, and you, I'm behind you all the way. So there you go. I said my piece, Sean. Nicely said, though. Well, I'm telling you, man, it just that really upset me. It does. It, I don't. I agree with you. We don't give them enough credit. And here's the thing: if I would have been there and I saw that happen in in real time. I probably would have went up to the person that was doing that to that female officer, and I would have probably threw some vernacular at her that she wouldn't have liked. And I, you know what would have happened? They would, she would have called me a bully, intolerant, and everything else. Because when you, when you, when you confront people like that, they want to label you as a bully or intolerant right off the bat. The people that are the people that are protesting and doing that stuff are the most intolerant people there there is. You know, you can't have it both ways, you know, but I'm telling you, it just makes me mad. All right, I'll get off my uh, little soapbox this morning. I just, uh, it's all sunshine and rainbows out there. <laughs> that just, it just irritates me, I'm telling you. Ah, all right, so anyway, if you're, if, you're, uh, if you're in blue today, God bless you. Keep doing your, keep doing a good job. So, uh, let's see. We got a call. Let's go see what uh, Bill is up to this morning. If I can find my little mouse, where's my little cursor thing at? Bill, good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Yourself? I'm doing well, thank you. How you? I, I already asked you that. I don't want to be redundant. <laughs> What's going on? Hey, I just wanted to thank you for that day for bats. I was uh, one of them that attended. Uh, found out I had some benefits that I didn't realize I had. And I've actually got a follow up appointment this coming Tuesday. That it was quick and easy and nothing like all the horror stories that I've heard. So I really appreciated you putting on that event. Well, it wasn't just me. It was WHO and a lot of other folks, Bill. But on behalf of them, thank you and you're welcome. And I'm glad it helped you because that was the mission of it. We wanted to make sure our vets were taken care of. So I'm glad it helped you, buddy. All righty. Well, like I said, thanks again. I really appreciate it. It's my honor. And God bless you, man. Thanks for calling in. Yep. Same to you. Thanks, Bill. Have a good day. There you go. There goes Bill. See, that, that's that's awesome. All right, uh, we got we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. Uh, we're going to be having a big open house out at Archery Field and Sports in a couple weeks. I'll tell you about that before we get out of here today. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, some. Uh, Dave Nitzel is going to be calling in. He's got some stuff. Smoking Joe's on vacation, so it, we won't. Ha- is he always on vacation? No, you know he works hard. I mean, he's he's uh, he's always <laughs> saving people money on trucks and cars and. And all that other stuff at Carl Chevrolet. I mean, the the kid works hard, and you know he's a new dad, and you know they, he's just got some stuff to do sometimes. So I know it yeah. just feels like we we rarely have him on the show. Anymore. Randy Munson is the one that's on vacation okay. all the time. Yeah, Randy, if okay. you're listening, I've been trying to get a hold of you. You need to call me. 
I actually got I got yelled at over him. What? At the well, oh, this, I, this should be good. Well, see, I was on the I was on the air when we were doing the day for vets, and you know, I got people around me. I'm distracted, and as it, you know, my ADD is in high gear. Right. And I said that uh, Randy Munson was the grand poobah of DU. Well, I'm sorry, Pheasants Forever. I had it backwards. And uh, and I promptly had Randy Forberger come in and say, uh, Randy Munson is not the big poobah at Pheasants Forever. He's DU. And I said, Randy, I apologize. If I said that, I didn't mean it. I just got it tweedled up in my head. You know, but, you know, Randy, you know, Munson to me, I mean, he's he does stuff in all those conservation groups. He's, he's just in, listen. Anybody that volunteers, whether it's Pheasants Forever, Ducks Unlimited, National Wild Turkey Federation, Quail Unlimited, Whitetail Unlimited, the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, the Isaac Walton League, whatever, Trout Unlimited, God bless you. You're all wonderful. There. How's that? You covered your bases. I, I try. I try. I drove up to Blackhawk Lake this week just to do a little uh, recon uh, for some walleye fishing, and uh, I got to tell you, I was really impressed with that fishery up there. Uh, let me I'll tell you what, seven fifteen. Let me take a quick break, and uh, we come back. I want to I want to give a big thank you to the DNR folks up there that I visited with at Blackhawk Lake, and uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll fry that fish when we get back on News Radio ten forty WHO. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on News Radio ten forty WHO. So I was going to try and go up to Minnesota and do a little fishing. And I did not get a chance to because they had storms rolling through all week, or at least a couple days up there. And I didn't want to drive all the way up there and sitting in a cabin and just look out at the rain. So even though it would have been nice, and I'm sure it was it was lovely and everything, I just didn't want to do it. So I got in the truck and I headed up to Blackhawk Lake up here and uh, up there by Wall Lake. And I had not been there before. I've heard about it. Uh, Joe Lachard and the guys were telling me about, uh, they said it was really good fishery up there. And I drove up there, and, man, what a nice lake. Um, uh, the guys that I got to talk to at the DNR office there were just some of the nicest folks I've ever met. They actually took time. They got a lake map out, and they were showing me where the rock pile, the dredge cuts were, uh, the road beds. Um, they were showing me some of the different uh, structure, other areas where what was good for walleye and crappie and um, you know, I, I really can't wait to get up there and do some fishing now. I uh, Hopefully, here in the next couple of weeks. I still want to try and sneak up to Minnesota and do some fishing up there before uh, before I run out of time because i got stuff coming up at the end of the month. But uh, if I can't do that, I'm going to make it up to Blackhawk. But I'm going to give Big Creek a I, I talked to – I was at Sportsman's Warehouse last night doing a camping deal. And uh, I had a guy come up and we were talking about Big Creek and he said he'd been catching some walleye. I go, what are you doing out there? Because I can't catch walleye out there for nothing lately. And he goes, well, the water stratified is, is at 12 to 14, 12, 13 feet, I think he said. And he said he's been doing leeches and uh, they've been doing shad wraps. And I said, you know, I did the same thing, but I didn't use real leeches. I used those P- Berkeley Power leeches. And ever, you know, I, I've never used them before this year. I've used the Power Minnows. I've used the Ripple Shads. Um, and, uh, I, you know, you would think they would work as well. I mean, Harry and everybody swears by them things, but I don't know. Maybe I need to get me some real leeches and see what's going on. But he said he's been catching some, uh, keepers at 15 inches out there at Big Creek. So might be, uh, might be a time to do that. If I go to Big Creek again, it's going to be real early in the morning or in the evening. Cause that midday fishing, even down to 20 feet, I just, I'm just not catching anything. So. Wah, wah, wah. 7.22 and some change. Uh, you know, I, I got I to gotta thank Dr. Dr. Brandt. I, uh, Dr. Brandt and 
and uh, Sherry and all the gang came out to uh, the day for vets, and they were they were handing out dental kits and a whole bunch of other stuff. And uh, Doctor Brand, just a super nice guy. Now I know I talk about Obi Wan Kenobi Yagi all the time, and uh, you know Scott Scott Obi Wan Kenobi Yagi is a great dentist too. He's a, he's all part of Advanced Family Dentistry. But uh, they, the whole gang up there are just super, super, super nice people. And uh, they got a new doctor coming in there. Dr. Uh, Dr. Williams is uh, going to be the new dentist there at Advanced Family Dentistry. I haven't met him yet. But I'm sure if Dr. Brand and uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Dr. Stewart like him, that's, that's all I really need to know. But uh, if you're looking for a dentist, uh, you know, and you, you, you listen, if you got any fear about going to the dentist, don't worry about that. Don't be apprehensive about that anymore. Just go over to Advanced Family Dentistry, and uh, they'll have uh, they'll have way more openings now because Dr. Williams is there, and uh, you can ask for the see uh, Obi Wan Kenobi or Dr. Brand or Dr. Williams or Dr. Stewart. They got four people there to take care of you now, and no matter if it's for a filling cavity, root canal, if you need a cap, what uh, if you got uh, TMJ stuff going on. Wisdom Teeth Issues Cosmetic Dentistry. They can all do that for you at Advanced Family Dentistry at 907 North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny. Or just go check them out at AnkenySmiles.com. I wonder if they got Dr. Williams on the on the website yet. I don't know that. He, they probably do, but I don't know that for sure. But they will shortly if you go to AnkenySmiles.com. Give them a call, 964-1490, 964-1490, and tell them the outdoor guy sent you. And don't forget, if you do see Yagi, Say, uh, how you doing, Obi-Wan? And uh, when you leave, they should be saying, may the floss be with you. So there you go. So yeah, I tell you, I, the DNR folks up there at Black Creek, super, super nice people. If you're if you're going up there and, you, you know, that's the thing. I, I drove up there to talk to the local tackle bait store, and uh, they were actually closed. I don't know where they were, but it was right there on Main Street there. But I always like talking with the local folks at the, either the marina or the bait stores because they're going to know what the fish are hitting on where they're where, where they're you know they're located at or where people are having the most luck that's usually my go-to stuff and it's you know it's okay to see the dnr reports and you know that gives you a good idea of what uh, what kind of to do and what not to do but man that local intel that that's usually what i like to go like when i go to minnesota first place i'm going to go to is the marina and i'm going to go talk to the guys selling bait and say what uh what are they hitting on you know how deep how you know how how far out should i be fishing and, and you know lindy rigs uh slip bobbers uh bottom bouncers should i be doing shad wraps leashes shiners whatever crawler harnesses what what do i need to be doing to catch me some walleye i talked to uh what was uh scott or steve carroll from the minnesota department of natural resources this week and uh you know malax is still closed for a few weeks if you're going up north but they, the small, it's closed for walleye. But they're saying they're getting some tremendous smallmouth fishing out of there. So if you like bronzebacks, if you want to catch some smallies and you know you want to head up north and do that, you might want to go try Lake Malax and uh, see what's going on up there. But uh, if you want a walleye fish, you're going to have to either go to one of the other lakes. So there's only like twelve thousand of them up there. I know they say it's a land of ten thousand, but I think there's actually like twelve thousand lakes up there. So it's just something to do. 726 and some change here on News Radio 1040. Let me see. Uh, you know, Sean, what is going on with my mouse? Let's go see what Bryce is up to this morning. Bryce, good morning. What you doing? I'm just listening to you, Dan. You're recording. You're listening to you and talk to. 
I'll tell you something about what me and Long Thorson, I've got a lot of good buddies on her. One time, I've only got one set of eyes. I look at it this way. You take your eye off the street, off your speed, off off the road. You're asking for, you don't know who's going to be the guy who's going to put his brakes in front of you. Or somebody's going to pull out from the right or the left, or somebody's going to up and put on their brakes. It's pretty doggone hard. You got to use, got to get used to what you feel is the proper speed, and pray, pray that it ain't, you ain't going to get ripped and get pulled over. Because when these guys catch you, when you're going the opposite direction, the red and blues come on. And I, I just said, "Oh my good night." I said, "This is my day." I let them off the accelerator pedal and never, never touched the brakes. There was no place to be pulled over other than Hardy's down there. I said, if you want me bad enough, follow me to Hardy's and I'll take my, take my mess. Well, he did his foot flop, and a guy got in between me and the PD car. And he, he turned, he got scared, and he pulled in the church, and I went on the way, and he got, he got rolled up. So that was my lucky day. But uh, you've got to have some respect for these guys, and he says, you got to have respect for the guy in front of you. You've got to. Eight cylinders, and you guys drive a mid size like a four cylinder or a V6. Your closing distance is a lot faster than what you got in front of you. You've got to realize that. Otherwise, before you know it, you could be rearing somebody. Well, I... one, thing about, one thing about fishing, I, I, I tried fishing up in the, in the uh, trout streams up there in, by Strawberry Point. Mm-hmm. I waited in there with hip, hip waders. And I had salmon eggs, and I put that stuff. I swore that they'd already fed them. I put salmon eggs right in front of those trout, and they literally turned my nose up at me, and they wouldn't even eat. Yeah, that's trout so for nice you. So talking to you. Know, I really love what you do for the people. You know, all these shows you put on different things. I was never a veteran. My dad never had to serve in World War II because he, where he worked at three deferments, he was the first one. But he says, if I was in prison, I'm going to get drafted. He's not going to the Navy. He's going to go home, sell his car, house, get ready to call it back to duty, and he's found out his first deployment. So nice talking to you, Dan. Bryce, thank you. Have a great day. Thanks, for the, call. thanks for the call, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, them trout, man. I, I, I've I had my fair share of when you, There's nothing more demoralizing when you're sitting there looking at a hole. And you got you take your line and you throw it upstream and you let that just drift back and you hit hits that hole and them trout are just sitting there swimming because that's what they do they sit there and they wait for the food to come to them and they just let that thing sit right in front of their nose and yeah I've been there plenty of times trust me <laughs> it's it's really really you sit there and you you hit that or try a jig and best salmon eggs I ever used for trout were they were called balls of uh, balls of fire. And, uh, boy, those worked really. I did catch a lot of fish on those. But, man, there's time when them trout just, they don't care. So, there you go. All right, we got to take, take a quick break, get the news, weather, and all that uh, fun stuff because that's what we do here on News Radio 1040. We'll be right back. Keep it here on WHO. All right, welcome back to News Radio 1040 WHO. This is Outdoors at Outdoors, Dan. Got a call from Ray from Marshalltown during the break, and, I guess I better be nicer to Randy Munson. That was his teacher back in uh, back in the day, and he said Randy was just a great kid, and he uh, he knew that uh, he was going to grow up and do something. And you know, I got to give Randy a little more credit. I, you know, I know he does a lot of stuff for conservation groups, but I didn't know he had a big following like that. Got to got to be careful. 
Ray, thank you for the call. That was very kind of you. Randy is a nice man. I got a lot of I got a lot of respect for Randy. I tease him a lot because I love him. Speaking of somebody that I just love, I just love Dave Nitzel. What you doing there, Bubba? <laughs> well, I'm not so sure now. How are you? Oh, I'm just peachy. Sitting here in the studio, watching the sun come up. and uh, Nice. Yeah, no rain. We need some rain, though. Yeah, we do need a little rain. Food plots are getting a little dry. Starting to worry a little bit about, you know, we if we... <laughs> I know some parts of the state's gotten some rain, but I I hope we uh I hope we get some rain for the farmers and man I don't want it to get to where we get too dry and we have EHD and stuff man deer are just now exactly. getting back to where we we want them so yeah because they're I mean they're still a little thinner than they have been you know for a long time well so, it there's, uh, I don't see them around our place like we used to it it's in pockets I mean some places yeah. are still some good and. But, uh, we have uh, we have one doe and and her twins that come out into the pasture and stand there and watch Diane ride. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, she'll be out there on a horse and they just stand out there and watch her. Well, there you go. You know what? They were probably probably singing Mustang Sally. Ride, Diane, ride. Never mind. So. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. I don't know why that just popped into my head right yeah, now. You know, I just I'm sitting there going, "Gosh, I haven't thought about that song in like 25 years." So, I I think it's probably well, no, never mind. Yeah, can't right. say that on the air. Yeah. Huh? So, did you, did you hear that Randy Munson's teacher called in and said he? Was, I did. Yeah, it, I hear that. Randy is a great guy, and you need uh, to quit picking on him. Hey, I don't pick on him per se. I just say he's on vacation all the time. You know. Well, but he's earned that vacation. Well, does does anybody really earn ten weeks a year? Come on. <laughs> did you hear? Well, the, did not, you hear the? Did I'm, you hear the crickets there? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, uh huh. Yeah. Ten weeks, really? I don't think he gets ten weeks. I'm. I might be exaggerating that a tad. So I love Randy. You, Randy, you are a fisherman. I am a fisherman. Hey, I, I, did I tell you I drove out to Blackhawk? Did I call you when I was on my way up or back from Blackhawk? No, well, no, but you said you were going. How'd it go? Oh, uh, really? Anything? No, I didn't get to fish. I actually just po- popped in the truck and drove up there, and uh, oh. just wanna, I wanted to find out where everything kind of was in the lake and uh, where the, the well, ramps. And you st- did that in the truck? Well, yeah, I went up there, and I went to the DNR office, and I got a map of the lake, and... Asked them where the the dredge cuts were, and you know the walleye habitat where I should be looking, and they they were really nice. They showed showed me all the rock piles and everything I needed. Uh, they said this is a really good place for you to try, and then if that doesn't work, try over here. And so now I can take the boat up there, and I kind of know what I'm doing. So you didn't have a hitch on your truck? No, I did didn't want to take the boat up because I wasn't going to have time to fish. I went up there just to talk with the folks. Oh, yeah. Well, why would you even go if you didn't have time to fish? Because that's What's what the, I it gives me something to talk about I don't on the radio. Understand? Ra- well, that's because you're not in radio. It gives me something to talk <laughs> about. See for oh yeah, there you go. All right, I'll get that. You know, I go up there. I get water, I, and you got a boat. You put the boat in the water, and you fish. Well, you know, I could have done that, and I could have just looked at the electronics and tried to figure it out, and wasted six well, hours. No, I'm not saying that. Yeah. Get your information, but then go fish. Well, I understand that, but I had to get back for the kids, so. Oh. I had time limit, man. All right. Two hours and something up there, and two hours back. It it took a chunk out of my day. 
Okay. Yeah. But it was a really, really nice fishery. They got they got a big festival or something going on up there this weekend. So You know, there's a festival over at Polk City too. For what? Four season festival. What is it? It's called the Four Seasons Festival at Polk City this hmm. weekend. I did not know that. You know, Elkhart's got a uh, Elkhart's fire department doing a uh, hog roast today fundraiser for the fire department too. Well, that, there you go. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, that's good. You know, Dallas County Fair is going on too. Boy, you're just a little community calendar this morning, There's aren't you? There's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. You know what I did last night? I was at Sportsman's doing a camping deal. How'd that go? Uh, it was okay. I actually had a guy from Oklahoma through in there in the store, and we were talking about enamel coffee pots and uh, coffee cups. And uh, he goes, you know, I just can't find them. And I said, you know what? Follow me. And I took him right over to the camping section where I was on the other aisle. And I said, is that what you're talking about? And he goes, oh, my gosh, absolutely. And he bought, a, he bought a coffee pot, and he bought a couple of those cups. He goes, I've been looking for these things, and I could never find them. I said, well, there you go. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So all I the way from Oklahoma. We had a customer come all the way from Oklahoma to buy some enamelware. Well, you know what? I didn't ask him what he was doing in Iowa, but, you know, just a really nice it guy. Matter. Yeah, I just spent 20, 20 minutes with him. And yeah. I told him about it. Yeah, I go, he goes, so what are you doing here? I said, well, I'm doing doing a uh, kind of like a camping deal and helping people out with camping gear. And he goes, what do you do? And I said, well, here, I popped up my phone and I punched up sportsmanswarehouse.com and I went to the, the homepage and I said, see where it says click here to win archery hunt and watch and win. I said, you click on that and it takes you to the Outdoors Dan or Outdoors Traditions uh, YouTube page on Sportsman's Warehouse's site. And I do a TV show. Here's my TV show. You can watch it for free. You can sign up for prizes. We're giving away a $3,500 uh, whitetail hunt to Kansas and a $1,000 bow in, in October. And I said, it doesn't cost you anything to enter. And he goes, really? And I said, yeah, here's the registration form. And I said, if you know, if you go shopping online or any of the stores and you uh, tell them this code, if you watch the show, you get so much off your purchase. And he goes, well, that's exciting. You know, so it was a, it was a fruitful conversation. Well, that's excellent. Yeah. I'm always happy to know that. You know, you that you helped someone at a seminar. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, yeah. you know, I wouldn't say I helped him. I just I helped him find the coffee well, stuff. Yeah, you were informative. I I try to inform and educate. That's my job. Yeah, <laughs> and then I had a conversation with Harry, which is always a, an eventful thing. So. <laughs> I bet I bet you learned a lot, didn't you? I always learn something when I talk to Harry. Yes, I do. Yep. 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 No, yeah. but then I, then I was uh, talking with somebody about coolers and, you know, what what cooler was, you know, does the best job and how do they really rate and, you know, how do they really hold ice for five to six days. And, you know, and I took them over and I showed them the Arctic ice and I said, this is a nice substitute. I mean, yeah, so we helped some folks last night. Oh, wow. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right, I got to go. Anything else that's going it? on? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You should well, have, you not much have, going on here. We got uh, huh? You shouldn't have talked about Randy Munson so long. Oh, <laughs> not saying. Well, I think Randy's a gem of a person, so I uh, um, I like him a lot. Well, who doesn't like Randy Munson? Yeah. So uh, so anyway. But anyway, go ahead. Got a lot of good stuff at the store. Yeah. A lot of red tag stuff still out here. Yeah. Got good selection there. Yeah, you got 50, and, you got $50 off on some of them you've coolers. You've exhausted me. 
I've watched, you got 50 bucks on some of them coolers out there. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I saw them. We can't, we can't say the brand, though. I don't want to say the brand, but yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I know. Yeah. I, you're fussy about that. Kind I'm kind of fussy about that. Hey, did you see they they found a black bear in Mahaska County? Well, and that's the third sighting this year so far. Yep. That's, uh, bears in Iowa. Bears in Iowa. It's an exciting thing. You know, That was kind of a cool picture of him just kind of chilling out there in the middle of the bean field. Sitting there counting the soybeans, he was. I think it was actually probably just a bear mount. <laughs> no. You know, sticking out of the beans. <laughs> it was not a bear mount. It was a, oh, okay. it, it was confirmed. A bear was sighted Wednesday in rural Mahaska County, about two hours west of the Quad Cities. Was it believed? It what is believed to be a black bear was seen wandering. See, mounts can't wander; they just okay. kind of they kind of hang around. Uh, a soybean field. Although law enforcement was unable to locate the animal, they did find hair, and they believe belongs See? to a black bear. Uh huh. The hair will be sent to the Iowa Department of Natural Resources lab for testing. The sighting is the la- latest in a string of bear reports. State officials have received in recent weeks and months that include reports in Tama and Iowa counties. See, this is what I don't get about you, because what? you'll believe this, mm-hmm. but you don't believe anything about Sasquatch. About what? Bigfoot. <laughs> well, that's because when you find hair and they say it's Bigfoot, it always turns out to be black bear hair. No. Investigators, no. Do, you're interrupting my story. Investigators do not believe the bear is a threat to the public and will eventually leave Iowa. However, they warn the public not to approach or feed a bear to keep pets and children indoors if one is spot them. <laughs> That always amazes me, too. Yeah. Keep the kids and the pets indoors. Announced. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't run up to the wild bear out in the middle of your bean field and pet it. Yogi! Really? How you been? Yeah. Actually, they just had uh, they just had somebody got killed by a black bear. We had that stuff going out west all the time. People would go to Yellowstone and yeah. think everything was a pet and get gored by a buffalo you got to have respect for wild animals yes you do uh they are temperamental well and a black bear can they can pretty much take you apart yeah you know but yeah i i think it's neat seeing them in in uh, iowa now well we've got a bunch of bear down in missouri now we've had we've had bear probably 25 30 years that came up from arkansas and there's probably over 12 1500 bear population in missouri already Nice. Yeah. They have. A, they don't have a season on them there, do they? No, no season. Uh, but uh, it, it's coming. It'll be eventually where they'll they'll start doing some harvest. What about mountain lions? They uh, they are not a protected species that I th- that I can remember. So in Missouri, I don't think they are. No, I, they're not. You know, I I haven't been back home. I've been up here fifteen years now, so I'm starting. I can't keep up with it like I used to. Dan, it's your job. It's my job. With it. Well, I can tell you in Iowa they're not protected. How's that? Well, I understand that. But, you know, you're supposed to know all that goes on around us as far as uh, wildlife and yeah. the outdoors. That's why you're outdoors, Dan. Well, it doesn't mean I'm, I'm omnipotent. Am I using that right word, Sean? Omnipotent? I don't know, but I got to go look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what Jen always says. You don't even know what you're saying, do you? I no, said, no. no really. <laughs> then I can't, I can't, uh, I can't uh, call you on that one. So. Yeah. All right, I gotta go. Uh, go see Dave at the store. He'll be there till when? <laughs> Two? Oh no, I'm leaving here in about an hour. Are you really? Yeah, I got a family thing going on today, so I'm not going to be here today. Oh, okay. Well, you got to work tomorrow. And I do have to work all day tomorrow. Yeah. yeah there you go. All right. Well, thanks for calling in.
Hey, you betcha, Dan. Yeah. Oh, a great day. You too, Huggy Bear. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Well, we were talking about bears. I mean, it's only goodbye. I, th- I thought it was apropos. We call it, you know, goodbye, Huggy Bear. See Have a great day. You too. See you, Daddy. Uh, I'll get you next time. I know you will. See you later. <laughs> Bye. There goes Dave Nitzel, everybody. 747 and some change. Let me take a real quick break. We'll be right back on News Radio 1040 WHO. All right. We got open lines. If you want to call in, you can do that. 284 1040, 284 1040, and we'll see what's going on. I heard that Big Al's ad. You know, he's got a new location on the south side over there. Um, where the is that the Ramada uh, on Army Post Road right there? I believe so. Yes. It used to be Bennigan's. Well, Big Al's right. is it? yeah okay, yeah. Big's uh, Al opened up another location over there. I took the kids over there the other day, and boy, the food was great and really nice atmosphere over there. Great, they got flat screens all over the place. What a great time with Iowa State football coming up and uh, Iowa Hawkeyes and uh, you. If you're a UNI fan, go watch some college football and. Can you believe football season's almost here? It's all, it's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. Oh man, I'm excited for football. When when does the Hawkeyes start? When, uh, when I think August 26th, which you can hear the game right here. So on about a month 40. away. Yeah, about so about a month away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's exciting. Yeah. I know the NFL the the uh, training camp's going to start in about what two weeks, two and a half weeks. That something. sounds about right. Yeah. yeah and so. they start the week after college football starts. Well, don't they? I think the first NFL game is the Hall, the the Hall of Fame game, isn't it? Yeah, the for exhibition, yes. Well, it's the start of the season. Yeah, eh, yeah. preseason. Ah, yeah. oh, come yeah. on, football man. I'm happy. Uh yeah, but Big Al's over there. They got uh, even my daughter liked. Uh, they had uh, brisket rangoon. Have you ever heard of brisket rangoon? I haven't. And they had it as a special appetizer. And, boy, I tell you what, my kids, but no no pun intended, they ate it up. It was good. So, big owls. All right, we're going to do. We're gonna start doing a contest. I told you a couple weeks ago after we gave away uh, the uh, the deal from uh, the Olive Tap, thanks to Lance out there and Ron at La Vida Local Winery, we did the Father's Day giveaway. And then, uh, you know, I, I, Sean, I, t- I was down at La Vida Local Winery, and uh, I got the chance to visit with Ron and, you know, we, the the people that won that stuff, they were really happy about that. Good. Yeah, good, so that's good. good. So we're going to do a new contest starting next week. We're going to give you a chance to qualify. We're going to give away a free Wi-Fi thermostat system from Wyckoff. I want that. Well, you know, yeah, you can. <laughs> I, I, you, I'm not eligible. <laughs> no, you can't. You're ineligible. Yeah. And, hey, just just so my fifth grade education is on ta- on on par, yeah. omnipotent, I was using that in the right phrase. Or the right uh, train, or whatever you want to say that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Unlimited power, all knowing. I'm not omnipotent, even <laughs> even though I've been accused of being one. So uh, we we need to come up with a song for Wyckoff. Um, hmm. Any of the gang are going to let us do this. We're going to qualify listeners for a few weeks, like we always do. Um, you know, it's uh, the heat is on. It could be by yeah. uh, what is that? He was, that's not who. Ah, uh, the is heat is. Uh, yeah, hold on. It's Glenn Fry, isn't it? That's Glenn Fry. I think that's Glenn Fry. Yeah, look that. Well, that you know that's we don't have to go with that. We could do something else. Um, cool change, Little River Band. We could do that. Cool change. We've done that before though. Da 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 da. Decisions, decisions. What are you? Are you looking up? Uh, the heat is on. He's over there. He's over there. Rapidly working. That's Glenn Fry, isn't it? It is Glenn Fry. Yeah, see? How about that? 
Well, you know, it's summertime. I mean, do you want to do Cool Change with Little River Band or The Heat is I've on? never heard of that other one. You've never heard of Cool Change? No. Look up Cool Change okay. Little River Band. Okay, you, I cannot on. believe you've never heard that song. You got to remember, I'm only 20, 28. I don't care. 27, 28. I mean, don't, everybody listens. LRB, man. I mean, you got to love Little River Band. Yeah. Is it Cool Change? Cool. C-O-O-L. Here, my fifth grade education. Yeah, I know. We're, we're putting it C-H-A-N-G. <laughs> now, you know, just don't ask me a math question. I'll take my shoes off. Two plus two? Hang on, I gotta get my shoe off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. Listen, this this is a great tune. Oh, I think I've heard this, but I didn't know what the title was. You know, it's like one of those songs when you, you hear it, you know it. If there's one thing in my life that's missing, it's the time that I spend alone. You know, when I used to go diving a lot, I, I I've been scuba diving since I was twelve. I've, I haven't been in a while now. I have probably haven't been diving in 12 years, but, uh, well, it's been longer than that. I bet you it's been 14, 15 years. But uh, I, I used to listen to this song all the time when I was going on dive trips. Makes sense. Yeah. All right, that's enough of that. All right, let's do Cool Change. I like that better because it's summer. I mean, if it was if it was October, November, we could do The Heat Is On. But let's do Cool Change. Sounds good. All right, so, so next start, starting next week, if you're 18 years of age or older and you haven't won anything in the last 30 days, you can uh, qualify to win that Wyckoff uh, wireless or Wi-Fi thermostat system from Andy and Joel and the gang at Wyckoff Heating and Cooling. And they'll even come and put it in for you. What? Yeah, isn't that nice? Jealous. I am. Uh, yeah, I, I just think that's I think that's an awesome prize. So. I think that's good. All right, we got to go. We got to take the the news, the weather, and sports, and all that other fun stuff because that's what we do here at News Radio 1040 WJ. We keep you informed. Absolutely. We'll be right back. Don't go away. And then we'll have open lines when we come back. If you want to talk about something, you're more than welcome to call in. And uh, I want to tell you about the big open house we'll be doing at uh, Archery Field and Sports. And don't forget about Hunter Education classes coming up. We'll be right back on News Radio 1040.